Welcome to the Heart Centered Entrepreneur Podcast. I want you to be rich. Yes, I want abundant financial success for your business. But I don't just care about your business making money. I care about you too. I want you to be rich in happiness, in the impact you make, in your relationships, and in how you give back. I'm Anna. I built my six-figure business as a side hustle while I was pregnant with my daughter in 2016. Now I've helped dozens of women do the same. I'm here to help you build a profitable, heart-centered, fully booked business with the latest tips on sales and visibility, with proven mindset hacks, and sneak peeks behind the scenes with what's working right now in the online space and in my business. Ready to make more money with heart? Let's go. Hello, friends. I am so excited about this episode. I get to chat with client and amazing friend, Sean, and she has the most lovely and inspiring story that I think will motivate you, inspire you, especially if you're a mama or mama on the way, but I'll let her introduce herself to you. Yes. So excited to be here. Thanks, Anna. Um, so I am Sean Arsenault. Uh, I'm a registered nurse that has kind of turned and shifted my my um, career into a life alignment and business coach for high achieving women, mom entrepreneurs now, and other nurses, you know, looking to kind of step outside of the conventional model of healthcare. Um, you know, I was a nurse for for seven years before discovering that, like, I really wanted to help people on just a deeper level that I wasn't quite getting in the hospital. And so that kind of led me into the world of transformational coaching. And I got, you know, board certified as a nurse coach and kind of take a really holistic, intuitively led approach in my coaching programs to basically help my clients, um, you know, just find their authentic voices and overcome that fear of being seen. I, I coach around that a lot um, so that they can just leave a heart aligned business and life. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I have so many questions about your story, but before we do, what came up for me is like, you know, I'm from the helping professions too, right? Like my yeah. background is being a therapist. You're from nursing. Like, why do you, I do find that for me too, like visibility was a huge thing. And why mm -hmm. do you think it is for women in the helping professions? It is such a challenge to go from a career of service to like being visible, taking up space, et cetera. I think so what immediately came up for me as you asked that question was I think it's because in the healthcare industry in 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 that world like we don't have to be visible like we're already in the hospital serving helping like all the marketing stuff and like that all happens but just in the background where we don't see it and whenever we start our own businesses like we have to be that and we don't realize that like that's part of it. Uh, so it, it's it's like shocking to the nervous system, to be quite honest. Um, I was like the first time I like had to post on social media and share about like what I was doing, I wanted to throw up. So uh, we I mean, I feel like it all still happens. But whenever we're in that in that role of being a nurse, a therapist, a, um, a doctor, like in working in that hospital setting or healthcare setting, um, all of those like visibility pieces, we don't have to worry about. It, it, you're right. It is such like a shock to the system. It's like a new, it's a new skill set, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And it's one we're not, it's one we're not used to. It's very, it's very new. It's foreign. <laughs> Something you said before we hit record too was, you know, taking up space. And I think that's so applicable to visibility. Like I think as 
women that want to help, right? Mm -hmm. We ask ourselves, like, how do we give of ourselves? How do we, but we don't often ask like, what do I need? What support can I get? Right. So when it comes Mm -hmm. to visibility, but also just like how you've experienced support and coaching, like, what do you feel like you've learned over the last year when it comes to taking up space? Oh my gosh, so much. I've learned so much about taking up space. And you're right. Like whenever I was in the hospital working as a nurse, like I didn't want to take up space because it was all about my patient. It was all about my patient and helping my coworkers. Um, and they kind of honestly like teach you to not care for yourself. Like it's all, it's all about everybody else. Um, but over this last year, especially like my first year in business, what I can think of specifically is I was in a group container for my first year at business um, and getting support in a group of other nurse coaches, other women. Um, And so I was constantly, you know, even though I feel like I showed up fully for those calls, there was always that in the background of, I don't want to take up too much time because like, if I get more support, that means I'm taking support away from somebody else. And moving into my second year in business, I started to realize like, okay, I think I have a lot more that I need to, that I need support with. That's not going to be, um, able to be addressed in the group container. Like I need one-on-one time, but like part of me felt a little selfish (laughs) for wanting that. And after, you know, working six months with you, like, I feel like I have finally learned how to just feel safe being supported. That's been like my, my whole mantra since I started working with you. Like it's safe to be supported. It's safe to be supported. I talk about that all the time to myself. Like it's a, it's an affirmation that I say to myself almost every day. Now it's safe to be supported. And, um, and it really has like, just kind of changed my entire business being able to, to tell myself that and to feel safe to ask for and receive support that I need, you know, I love that you leaned into that. Like it's the hardest thing, right? What, how do you feel like it has affected your business and motherhood or marriage to be able to be fully supported in like a trust, trusting space? Yeah, the trust piece is huge because I'm, I'm also one that, (laughs) that tends to take on everything on my, on my own. Like I, I always find that I want to like control everything, but letting go of some of that and trusting that like other people have me, other people have my back and they want to support me has been huge because it's, it's just freed up my energy to be able to do things that I actually love in my business. It's allowed me to be more creative. It's allowed me to make more money. It's allowed me to serve more people. It's just, it's allowed me to do so many things. And just like in this transition of being a new mom. So like, you know, I, I just had a baby three months ago and like right smack dab in the middle of us working together. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why I was like drawn to doing like one-on-one support with you too, is because I knew, I knew myself, like subconsciously, I knew myself, I knew I needed to be held in a certain way because I was about to like go through a big life change that was going to completely like rock my entire world. (laughs) So I am like, you know, I'm kind of thanking my past self for like proactively thinking of that. And, um, and it really has shifted everything. Like I can't, I can't imagine like where I would be if I didn't allow myself to not just like receive support from you, but from my husband, from like the therapist that I work with, from my colleagues and even like my clients, my clients have been super supportive of me during this transition too. And 
before, I don't think I would have like even allowed them to try to support me. Like it's all, I was giving so much of myself to them and it was actually really nice to sit back and let my practice go for a couple months and um, allow myself to feel supported by my clients that like they've got it while I'm gone, you know? I love this so much. I think so much as like independent women, we like, I just love what you said about like, I felt support from my coach, from my therapist, from my clients, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and I think when we do business, right, you know, we think we have to like absolutely isolate ourselves and we go through something big or hard. And certainly Mm -hmm. we have to like rest and cut back. But I think like it actually hurts us when we cut ourselves off from the thing that gives us life, like our business. We enjoy that. We enjoy our clients. We enjoy our friends. We, right. Yeah. So I just love that modeling of like, you know, even though that instinct might be to like pull out of everything, it's actually, if we stay in with boundaries and stay in the right way, we can actually feel fueled and supported. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that you brought up boundaries because I actually recently just had this experience where like it was right before I was about to go on maternity leave and somebody had reached out to me wanting to like pick my brain or like get on a call with me. And like, unless people are like applying for a clarity call or, you know, there's like specific parameters that I have to connect with people like on actual calls, I like lovingly reached back out to her and I was like, I I so appreciate you reaching out to me, but like I, um, you know, I I don't usually offer one-off calls with people. Um, You know, I'm happy to message back and forth or like I kind of directed her to my free resources and things like that. And, um, And she came back like several months later and we actually got on a clarity call and she was like, I so appreciated that you set that boundary because it like made me, it encouraged me to like set my own boundaries with people. And and you did it in such a loving way. It was just like such a great example for like what I would love to be as a business owner in the future. She was just starting her business. So I, I mean, yeah, like whenever you mentioned boundary setting, that's like one of the things that I thought of. And, uh, it was really cool to, to hear that feedback from her months later. <laughs> I love that. I agree with you. I think boundaries make the right people stick around and the wrong people not stick around. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like it's a win-win, right? Yeah. Yeah. So good. Okay. Take me back to when we started working together, what made you decide to work with me? And, or like you said, do one-on-one, where were you at in your life and business and the kind of, we can go from there. Yeah. 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 So where I was at, so before I started like working with you for the six month container, I think we did like an intensive before that. And, <gasps> That's right. Um, and one of the things that I was working on was trying to like systematize my business and um, and create more capacity. So I, I remember even like kind of toying with the idea of hiring a VA and I had brought it up, but I was kind of talking myself out of it. And you were like, no, like that would be a great idea for you to hire a VA and like have some of these things done. And this was before I knew I was pregnant um, and have some of the, these things like systematized in your business so that like whenever things do start to like really pick up, you have that support and that foundation laid. And so after we did that intensive, I, I hired my VA. And by the time we started working, kept working together in January, like I was pregnant and, um, I am so, I was so grateful that I had hired that VA because, um, I didn't have to spend all that time, you know, during my pregnancy teaching her things and like, you know, putting in that time and energy to training her. She already pretty much had everything, you know, 
she already pretty much had the systems down. So we just kind of had to like implement. Uh, So that's kind of where I started whenever I first started working with you. And then since, you know, since then, like the, the main reason I was drawn to you is because first, like, I know that I don't want another, just like another business coach that's going to teach me strategy and, um, and, you know, like how to excel online. I feel like those skills I I already have. And um, like the main thing that I needed was to have someone to support me in staying true to who I am in my business and not getting lost in like the businessy aspect of it, like staying true to like who I actually am as a human and not getting too caught up in all of the little things that don't matter. Uh, And with you and like your message of just like being heart centered, that really aligned with me. And I mean, I I think it's definitely still like one of the best decisions I made this year for my business was to get that support and like know that I was being supported on a deeper level than just business strategy. Yeah, I love that. I I just love to bring you so much. And one of my favorite things about you is just your willingness. Like you feel like you balance really well listening to outside insight and ideas, but also like trusting yourself as like CEO and the your intuition, right? Like, I think even like, like you said, like initially when I suggested hiring someone, right. And you were like, ah, you thought about it, right. Or like, yeah. just, a, you know, or having ideas. And I'm like, well, that would be great, but maybe for later, right. Like, I feel like you do so well at be really being humble and keeping your ego in check and being willing to really look at new things, even if it's not like the most exciting, but then mm-hmm. on the other hand, also really knowing at the end of the day, you can absolutely veto an idea I have, right? And it doesn't yeah. bug me or like, how do you really balance like opening your mind to new suggestions, but also trusting yourself? Yes, yeah. So immediately when you said that, I like went into my body, right? Like I started checking in with like how my body was feeling because like also I've started to realize that like whenever I get too much in my head, I, I don't make decisions like I, I don't make the right decisions, mm-hmm. but if I'm, I'm going into my body and checking in and seeing if it actually feels aligned, then I know I can execute really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anytime I get an idea, either from you or from somebody else, or I like have like an ins- inspired thought or a creative idea that I want to execute, I always wait to see if it feels right first mm-hmm. in my body. And then I do it. Um, which is not how I used to operate at all. I used to like, like hear everybody else's feedback and try to please everybody else and try to do everything um, and consider everyone else first and not myself. And once I started to really like utilize my internal guidance, it, it kind of was a game changer, honestly. So that's that's how I create the balance. Like I love hearing outside perspectives, but I think I'm better now at filtering like which ones feel correct and which ones don't. Yeah, I love, I love how practical that was too of like just the actual metric, like listening to your body. Mm-hmm. Um, Something you did that I think is amazing is filling your one-on-one practice before your maternity leave. And mm-hmm. I want you to talk about this because I think a lot of women, when they are about to go on maternity hesitate to fill their one-on-one. I know I did because I was like, 
what if I have an existential crisis and don't want to serve all these clients I signed? Or what if they're like, there's this thing in the online space where people think that like group programs or whatever, like is more flexible than one-on-one or like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think one-on-one for especially women in maternity or life change just Mm -hmm. is under stated. What are your thoughts around all that? Yes, totally. Like I, I was a little hesitant to film my one-on-one practice before going on maternity leave. Like I had other ideas of what I thought would be easier, but once I started to like actually have calls with people and tell people like, Hey, you know, my next opening isn't until August. Like, um, it, it almost like called in people that were totally okay with waiting and like are so invested in the work that they were willing to to wait three months and like do some work on their own and then start with me in August. Like I'm just now starting with some of my clients that signed on with me before I left for maternity leave. And like, like I'm hearing about what they've done over the last three months. And I'm like mind blown because, um, they've taken the initiative to like actually start doing a lot of inner work on their own without me being present as their coach, like energetically, I have them on my mind, but, um, it was just really cool to, to kind of let go of that idea of like, okay, maybe, maybe I feel weird about like, you know, selling a one-on-one spot for like three months from now. But I actually think it was like the best thing I could have done for my business too, because also like it helped me realize I'm taken care of. Like I can fill these one-on-one spots and then I can go be a mom for three months and like not have to worry about anything else. And, you know, I was looking at the numbers and my, the, the month that I had my baby was like one of my highest earning months. And I was like tallying everything up. I'm like, this is crazy. Like I haven't done anything this month in terms of client creation or like I haven't posted on social media, but like I spent a lot of time and energy really trying to like be basically um, maternity leave proof my, my practice. And I mean, I just feel so much lighter because I did that. Um, It just allowed me to, to be so present with my son, especially because we had a lot of issues like towards the end of my pregnancy and he was in the NICU for a little bit. And, uh, and it, yeah, it was just a really big gift that I gave myself. I am obsessed. I agree. I think like everything we do to maternity prep our business is actually good business practice anyway. Yeah. Right. Like you said, like having like, and I love what you said too, about like, it actually helped you manifest great clients because it was people that were willing to wait, were invested Mm -hmm. in the process, right? Like, like, I think what maternity does is it forces us to think bigger picture and slow down a little bit, right? Batch Mm -hmm. our content in advance, systematize, right? Mm -hmm. But like, all these are great things, even for women that don't have babies, right? Yes, yes. But it's yes. hard to have the motivation to do that unless you have this like ticking time bomb inside you, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think it gave me just like a different perspective on like how I want to operate my business, my business moving forward, because like I didn't really think about any of this stuff until I was like faced with it right away. Whenever I had to like prep for maternity leave, but now that I'm back, I feel like there's so many different parts of that, that I can implement into my business, just like routinely moving forward that are going to make my life so much easier. My VA's life so much easier, my client's life and, um, and their experience working with me so much easier. 
And when I think about it too, like I actually waited to work with you. Like I, I, I think I signed, like I put my deposit down like several months before and you didn't have an opening until January. So I love that. It's so true. I do think like ever since my maternity, I did start doing that more like selling spaces in advance because I realized, oh, people will do that. Like people will wait three months to work with you and it actually serves them for the reason you said. I find a lot of times when my clients signed, like you did, right? You were like, okay, Anna told me to to do the VA. I guess I'm going to do the VA, right? We can trust that our clients are going to get shit done even when we're not there watching over them. And I just think it's a great gift. It definitely also helped me in the way that I'm like supporting my clients too, because there's like a mindset shift that happens whenever like I'm sitting there preparing my business for it. And even though like I might be in a different stage of business than my clients are, um, it's something that I can still support them with because I'm actively going through it right now. Yes, I agree. When you think about the take a break doc, which if you guys haven't heard about it, basically yes. it's just my little workbook I have for like my mastermind and one-on-one ladies, which helps you take a maternity leave in your business or a vacation or whatever. But really like the point is the break, but like the sneaky hidden motive is to like systematize your business, right? And to like yeah. make you have better boundaries and like all the scaling things that, aren't very sexy. Like what else do you feel like you did to systematize or scale your business? Like one of the things that stood out to me on that doc, first of all, that doc is amazing. (laughs) I, I got so much out of filling that out. And one of the biggest things that spoke to me was the mindset piece of it. Like, you know, just the thoughts that I have around taking a break and the potential of not having like, you know, as much income coming in during maternity leave. But as far as systematizing, it helped me also to kind of plan in advance, like what's important, what's not. Like, what do I really actually have to put my energy in that'll keep my business running while I'm gone? And what can I let go of? And that was a huge shift for me because I can't tell you how uncomfortable it was to have things on the to-do list that like weren't done. (laughs) I'm a to-do list person. I love checking things off. And if it's, if there's like outstanding things, it drives me nuts, but it really did give me a good practice in letting go of the things that aren't super important and, and focusing on the things that I know are essential to my business and, and for like working with my clients So that's probably the biggest takeaway that I had from filling that out and from systematizing in general was to like, just feel okay, feel safe to let go of the things that don't matter. And it's okay to not have things on the to-do list done. Um, It's okay to not be like so regimented. I think in the nursing world, I'm so used to having a checklist and like a care plan and like a, a, a very strict way of doing things. And I forget that I don't need to be that way in my business. I love that you said that, like tolerating having things undone, I think is one of the biggest money making skills, right? Mm-hmm. Because in order to do the money making things, there's a lot of other things that we have to be like, yeah, this is great, but it really isn't the priority when it comes to my, like, what's the priority? My clients being served well, right? Mm -hmm. My mental health being okay. And the money-making tasks in my business, everything else is great, but like, it's okay if it's not done. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And then like, there were even things I was looking back 
on whenever I filled that out because I filled that out pretty early on. And um, I was looking back at like some of the mindset things that I had written down. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so like, I'm so I'm so glad that I like got it all out on paper and released some of that, because if I had held on to it, if I didn't have a way to like actually express it, like I, I was reading it and I'm like, wow, I feel like I probably felt guilty writing this whenever mm-hmm. I was writing it. But I'm really glad that I kind of um, just let it go. Uh, one of the things that uh, I think I have it pulled up here, like one of the big mindset things that I was really concerned about before I went on maternity leave was I'm, um, I'm going to lose in my business. I'm going to lose clients. I'm going to lose money. I'm going to lose energy or momentum. Um, I'm worried about like balancing being a mom and, and running a business when I have no family support here. Like me, it's me and my husband here in, in Washington and most of my family lives far away. So there was a lot of different things that were circling around in my mind, but Um, one of the very last things that I wrote in that doc was I really need to find support in my business. And that's exactly what I've done. Like I've, I think I'm working with like three or four coaches on different things, like different aspects of my life, um, life and business. And like, it's so crazy to feel like I have all of these people holding me because like, it makes me feel like I'm not doing it alone. You know, I think being pregnant and being like a new mom in some ways has felt really isolating, but also I know that I have like these people in my corner who like get, get that burden and are also helping me hold it. That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. You are in the thick of the thickest of it, right? Three (laughs) month old baby, like just coming back from maternity. Like if you were to look at yourself, like the year ago self of yours, you know, unsure of what would have, like what pep talk would you give yourself looking back now? I think I would, I would tell myself to, (laughs) these words just like popped into my head to lighten up. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I was taking everything so seriously at the beginning because I really wanted my business to thrive. I really wanted to like, and I was so passionate about what I was doing that like the thought of failing, like almost made me sick. And now that I'm on, now that I'm where I'm at now, I can like look back at that person a year ago and just tell her to like have more fun. You know, like, I feel like I eventually grew to be able to do that to have more fun in my business, but I wish I would have started that like earlier on to focus on the things that actually light me up, the the things that excite me. Like one of my very first mentors I remember had told me like, follow the excitement. That's, that's how you win in business. You follow the excitement. And like, it really stuck with me. So that's probably what I would tell her is just to have a little bit more fun, even like with the whole pregnancy part of it, like being pregnant and running a business at the same time, like, like enjoy the moments that you can enjoy. And like, don't, don't, um, don't be hard on yourself whenever you can't show up in the way that you used to. That that's, that's another thing that I did a lot whenever I was pregnant, I was so hard on myself Mm -hmm. for not being able to like have enough energy to show up for certain calls, or I had to cancel some calls. And, um, but 
like, I think I'm no longer in the era where I like burn myself out. And like, if, if like previous, like year ago version of me could see that now, I think she would have had a much easier time. (laughs) I love that. I love that advice of like following the excitement. I also think though, too, like in the beginning, like it's hard to do that because you, you are doing it all on your own, right? You don't have like the re so I think too, that like it becomes easier to do that. And I think something you did really good is you didn't linger in the messy middle too long, right? You took Mm -hmm. a lot of risks right where you needed to hiring Mm -hmm. coaches, hiring the VA, churning up the volume on your one-on-one clients, right? Where Mm -hmm. it can be really easy to like splinter and make different programs. You were like, I'm going to double down I'm going to, oh, even systematizing your one-on-one. You had a season of like templating and systematizing, right? Yeah. And I think when you expedite yourself through that messy middle, then you have the resources to have fun and the breathing space to be supported, you know? So what gave you the courage to, obviously investing always feels scary, but like in the season where you were hiring coach, hiring VA, like mm-hmm. what gave you the courage to kind of press in, in that messy middle era when it was like uncertain? Yes. Yes. I think the biggest thing that gave me courage was, um, looking at my evidence, mm-hmm. like looking at the evidence that like I have helped and supported so many people, like people have actually paid me money to help them. And it's felt so aligned and like every single client that I've worked with, I have absolutely loved. So I I think like looking back at that and looking at the history of my practice gave me like the boost that I needed. Like if I invest a little bit more yep. into my business, like I, I could get so much more out of it yeah. and free up so much of my time, my energy to, to be even more present with my clients and, um, and in my life. So it was looking at the evidence. And if I didn't have, if I didn't do all of that work at the very beginning of all of the free coaching sessions I offered yes. and and reaching out to so many people and doing like all of that hard work, yep. I probably wouldn't have had the courage to yes. hire as many, as many people on my support team as I have. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing that stands out to me is like just creating, creating the evidence for myself and reviewing it, like not just hosting all these free calls and then forgetting about it. Like I've actually like kept track of how many people I've reached out to, how many people I've felt connected with. Um, and, and that's really helped me. I love it. What I hear you saying is like, I looked at the evidence and I realized I was a safe bet, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm betting more money, but like looking at my track record, I show up, I do the work, I, you know, I have a good coaching practice and I'm ready to make it a great, even more profitable coaching practice, right? Yes. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And like, I, I remember, I remember someone saying like in my first like group container that like, there's not a lot of, like, I have, I have mindset blocks for sure. And I have, um, but I don't think I have like a lot of resistance. Cause like, if I feel any type of resistance, like I'm, I'm ready to figure out like, okay, how do I move through this? Um, and so I think that that's another thing that has really helped me move forward in my practice is just, I'm, I'm willing to, even if it feels like really scary and really vulnerable, cause a lot of this stuff has felt super scary, super vulnerable, but I'm kind of one of those 
people that like I kind of thrive in the in the uncomfortable. <laughs> so like even though it doesn't feel good at the time, I know afterwards it always feels a hundred million times better. So like mm-hmm. I'm always willing to like be super uncomfortable and be really vulnerable and come to session with like all of my junk. Yeah. Um because I know that afterwards, like once I like release all of that, I know what my next step is going to be. Like I I like that's the hard work that I think a lot of people like are really scared to do at the very beginning. And I think early on, I kind of exercised that muscle of like just breaking through those barriers really quickly because mm-hmm. that it just, it just helps me get to the place that I want to be faster. Yes. And you have that track record built, right? Mm-hmm. Um What's one, when you think about the last six months, what's one of those challenges that you felt like was especially challenging that you were proud of yourself for getting through? Yeah. The biggest challenge I think was thinking about becoming a new mom and just anticipating like, and this is, this is a little emotional for me. So it's like the, the anticipation of potentially like feeling resentment for either my business for taking time away from me being with my, my son or resentment for my son for potentially taking time away for, from my business. And that was a struggle that I had a lot throughout my pregnancy because I knew like, one of the things is like, I was so excited to be a mom. Being a mom is always something that I've always wanted to be. Um, But like being an entrepreneur, I mean, it might not have been something that I've always wanted to be, but because I found it and now that like I'm here and I'm good at it and I'm passionate about it and it like really lights me up. I was kind of feeling this like tension between those two roles while I was pregnant, like just anticipating that like, I know I'm going to have to sacrifice one area for the other in different seasons of my business and life. So it was really challenging to kind of come to terms with the fact that that there has to be a balance. There has to be a harmony between those two roles. But again, I would come to my coaching sessions with both you and, and my other coaches and just really like lay it all out there, you know, and naming it so that it's not something I'm holding on to. And the biggest thing that I walked away from that was like, it's okay to have feelings about your business, about being a mom or whatever other role, like it's okay to have conflicting feelings and like allowing myself to feel those in in their entirety, like no matter how much I didn't want to feel them, especially the resentment piece honestly, like helped me move through that part of my pregnancy and focus on the things that I needed to do to move forward. Uh, I know that sounds very vague, but <laughs> I, I'm so glad that you said that. Cause I feel like it's a conversation we don't have enough in the online space, right. Mm-hmm. Is really, we are women that are multidimensional, yes. right. And that is yeah. beautiful and good, but also it, comes with complication, mm-hmm. right? Uh, really navigating what does it look like to be fully mama? What does mm-hmm. it look like to be fully entrepreneurial woman that loves that and loves her clients? And and how do we balance those roles with integrity, right? Yes, yeah. And I love the fact that like, 
it doesn't have to just be one, you know, like I can, I can be both. And it doesn't have to mean that like, because I'm doing really well as a mom over here that I have to be sacrificing who I am in my business. And uh, I think that's one of the most beautiful things about being a business owner now is like, you can create a business that actually flows with your life and then the ebbs and flows. And that's one of the things that I'm really intentional about creating for myself and for my clients too. Like I, I constantly find myself talking to them about um, like doing what feels right. Not just what like other people technically expect of you as a coach in business. Um, Cause there's like, there's all these like stereotypes of how women in business operate. And I think that, it can get really noisy for people. I mean, myself included. So just like going back to what I was even saying earlier in the episode of just like checking in with my body, like, does this feel correct for me right now? Does it feel correct for me to be working on my laptop at 7 p.m. at night? Or um, or would it feel more correct for me to be spending time with my family? And there's no wrong answer. Yeah, which is so mind boggling, but just a hundred percent truth, right? I think we just want these like black and white truths. And I yeah. agree with you as a mama, there have been times where it's actually been really nice to work on the weekend because it means mm-hmm. I have more margin for my kids after school. There've been other times where, it ha- you know, and I think in a corporate world, we get so locked into what work-life balance looks like that we forget that we can absolutely redefine that as mamas yeah. in every chapter as our kids grow too, right? Yes, yes. The the redefining piece, because work-life balance for me was, um, before I became an entrepreneur, was working 12-hour shifts and like completely forgetting about my outside life and then coming into my outside life drained from those 12-hour shift shifts, having to choose between hanging out with friends and family or sleeping and being healthy. So like, it's so different the way that work-life balance, even the definition of that or the concept of that has shifted becoming um, someone who owns their own business. What do you, if you could say one thing about mother, like balancing that role of motherhood and entrepreneurship, like, or what's one myth or thing that you feel like is most understood when it comes to balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship? Oh, that's a good question. I think the biggest myth is that you can be amazing at both. <laughs> like the, the the thing that I have seen so much is, and, and like, I don't know if this is just like social media or like just our society today that says that like, if you're not spending time with your kiddos, you're a bad mom. But like, I think that's totally hundred percent not true. Like I've, and I think we talked about this in one of our sessions recently. Like I want my son to like, see me working and doing what I absolutely love and what I'm passionate about. And like, hopefully whenever he's old enough to figure out what he's passionate about and what he wants to do, he can be inspired to like go after that too, you know? Um, So yeah, I think that's like a big thing that I'd love to debunk is that you don't have to, to be really sacrificing one end of your life in order for others to thrive. I think everything can work in harmony with each other. Um, as long as you're like constantly checking in with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I do think it's like one area of your life where you can have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Not all 
though, right? Right. Um, Okay. I love that. Any other takeaways or or aha moments, or just as you think about the last six months, like things that you're proud of yourself for? Yeah, I think I'm just, I'm really just proud of how I don't let like fears, because there's a lot that I've been afraid of, right? Especially in this new era of being a mom, a new mom, like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Um, So like, I think just not letting the fear of being bad at something stopped me from trying it out. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I think going into being a new mom with a business, like I was pretty scared to figure out how to handle like balancing being up here on calls while husband is downstairs taking care of the baby, like feeling guilty about that or like how I'm even going to handle like our new financial situation. Cause we have another life depending on us. Like those are all things that really freaked me out at first. Um, but anytime I feel afraid of something, it, it almost gives me like a little bit more motivation to like figure it out. Cause I know I will. Um, And every single time I do that, like my confidence in myself just grows and grows and grows. That's so beautiful. What are some affirmations you give people if they are both? It's so funny because almost all of my clients, I find that they like scale their business and get to the next financial level, like while they're in the middle of something hard in life, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whether it's a child or a divorce or whatever, but like it's, we like do them at the, it's almost like the hardship or the challenge causes us to step up to the plate, right? Mm. What affirmations would you give to someone that's in the precipice of that? Like in the middle of both a life change or challenge and also Mm. a time of growing and scaling their business. Yeah. Um, I actually have this affirmation that I used with a client in my certification program, like before I even like started my business. And it it just came back to me as you were saying that of like, there's beauty in the mess. Like there is so much beauty in the mess of things. And honestly, like who wants a perfect, a perfectly laid out life? Like I, I think about, um, you know, the way that I want my life to be, and I don't want it to be like, you know, really good on paper. Like I, I want it to be messy. I want it to be full of like joy and love and, um, and hardship and, and all of that, because that's kind of what makes us human. Like if we don't have any of the hard stuff, it's like, yeah. we're, it almost makes me feel like we're all robots. <laughs> so or numbed out, just numbed out yeah. to life kind of coasting. Right. Exactly. Like, I think the the hard parts about being a business owner and being a mom or like, you know, just going through any kind of life transition make us stronger. And that, that sounds really cheesy, but it also just allows us to like give ourselves evidence that like we can do hard things. We can figure it out. Like we've been doing it for our entire lives. So um, just really giving ourselves credit. Like that's probably one of the biggest takeaways that I've also had from our work is like giving myself credit. I don't give myself enough credit for the stuff that I do and like the things that I've overcome. And um, I find that a lot of people, a lot of like heart centered women too, don't do like give themselves enough credit. So 
Yeah. I love all of those affirmations. Like just really, you know, I am strong. I am resilient. Like the, like the, not making the challenges wrong. Right. Like, yeah. of course I'm having these challenges because I'm rapidly growing. I'm having a baby. I'm signing more clients. Of course there's going to be growing pains. Right. My son was having growing pains in his knee the other day. And I was like, this is good. This means that you're growing. This is a good, or I think about that. Even when I was giving birth and like having labor pains, right? Yes. Like mm-hmm. this is good because it means the baby's coming out, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, it's, we see all pain is bad pain and some pain is bad pain, but I think a lot of pain isn't a lot of pain is the symptom of growth. And mm, so I think yeah. when we realize like, Ooh, this is the good pain. And like you said, I am strong. I am resilient. Look at all the challenges I've overcome, right? It can just make it a lot more doable. Yes. Yeah. And that's, it's been helpful to say those things to myself over and over again. Like I'm giving myself credit for showing up in this way. Um, like I, 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 in that little daily check-in that you have us do all the time, um, part of the gratitude piece. And, and I think you were the one who told me to do this was, part of the gratitude piece, like list what I'm grateful for, but also like give myself credit for whatever it is. Um, so like, if I say I'm grateful for having a supportive husband, like I also give myself credit for showing up as an awesome wife and, and allowing, and allowing myself to like receive support from him. I love, it's so true, right? Yeah. (laughs) Instead of like, oh my God, I'm so lucky to have a good husband. You're like, well, actually, the reason I manifested him is because I was like a high vibe woman that he yeah. wanted to be a wife too, right? <laughs> exactly. Actually, I let him massage my feet, right? Like, right. I love that. Yeah. So good. Okay, if people are listening and they're like, oh my goodness, Sean is just the most <laughs> kind heart-centered woman, which you are, I can attest to that. Tell me how they can connect with you. Maybe give us a little synopsis of how they can work with you for free and for paid. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I actually offer, um, a handful of just like free coaching sessions every month. So I have about five spots a month. Um, so they can book that call, you know, I'll, I'll give you guys the link. And then, um, I am on Instagram at nurse coach Sean and for, um, for everyone who like kind of wants to like manifest their their dream future. Like I have this amazing like visual that I give all of my clients whenever I first start working with them of envisioning, envisioning themselves like 10 years from now, the life that they want to live, like what that person looks like, even like what it feels like to be them. How do they hold themselves? What are they wearing? Like what is, what else is going on in their lives? And then like kind of crafting out like the perfect day for, for them, um, kind of like aligning with their future self. So I have a, a free workbook that I offer for, for people who want to kind of like start that vision process and, and, um, like basically manifest what they want in their future. I love, we will link to all of that, especially the workbook. And I just love to how you just really model that. Like you really exemplify what it looks like to have that bright future, but also to take action towards it too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Cause I mean, the vision is, is one thing, but it's also like, I, I always connect with my future self quite often. And I ask her like, okay, what do I need to do now to get to where you are? Wow. Yeah. I love that. Okay, great. And what about we're on social media? Can I connect with you? All those things. Yes. So on social media, I'm nurse coach Sean on Instagram and on Facebook actually. Um, and then I also have a podcast called Aligned and Well. Yeah. That's where I'm mostly hanging out is Instagram and, and, um, and Facebook. 
That sounds perfect. Thank you so much for sharing your story. If you listened and had a takeaway moment, tag us on Instagram. We would love to hear what it is. And Sean, I'm just so grateful for you, for your heart and your story. Thank you so much, Anna. I'm so grateful for you too. Thanks for hanging out today. Please hit that subscribe button so you can make sure to stay updated anytime a new episode drops. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook community. It's called The Heart-Centered Entrepreneur. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live and do free trainings. And you may even meet your newest biz bestie. So you can join at heartcenteredcommunity.com. It's absolutely free. And I cannot wait to see you in there. Thank you.